Happy Friday. I am Melissa, the founder of A Yogi Kitchen and Pantry. Welcome to Off the Mat. And happy Friday, January 19th, and happy 2023. So if you've been here before, you know we're focusing on the word ease right now. And this has been such a beautiful week. It's a gorgeous day. And I don't mean weather-wise. I mean, it's just my heart is full. I hope yours is too. And it feels like a really beautiful, successful week coming to an end, even though for me, I work Saturday and Sunday and Monday. This is sort of the beginning of my busy time, but it still feels like, oh, it's Friday. And it feels like a day where we should celebrate. So I'm here today to invite you to celebrate your wins for the week. First of all, if you've never been here before, this is where we come together and we talk about the lessons we learn in our asana practice, in our meditation practice, those more formal practices that we often do on the mat, and how they translate into our everyday life off the mat. And I love a good Friday. I love celebrating the wins and I love encouraging you to celebrate the wins because frankly, we don't celebrate enough, do we? We're not noticing the little things. I feel like there's so many people in the world that unless it's something really big, a birthday, a promotion, a birth, you know, then we celebrate. And then other things we just say, oh, not big in comparison, not important. And I believe it's extremely important to take notice. Take notice of your life. That is being present with what is, right? And taking time to celebrate is about growing our awareness. And it can be growing our awareness in so many different ways. I started this practice as a continuation of what I learned from a business coach and mentor, Jennifer Lee, is she used to have us celebrate the wins around our business endeavors when she was my business coach and, but she's a yoga teacher. Also, she had been a yoga teacher and a, she's been a yogi for decades. And so when she speaks about it, she speaks in a language that really makes sense to me. And so it wasn't just like checklist of the things you did well this week, but really feel what it's like to celebrate you. And that can be so hard for some of us, isn't it? But I really want to encourage you to do it because I feel like life just gets a little bit sweeter when you celebrate the wins. And I just had an image in my head of, um, this was not this last October, the October before. I'm not even sure what, I don't know what we were focusing on, but there was this video that had gone viral and it's these men running through fields frolicking. And it's the funniest video. It makes me laugh with glee every time I see it. And it's these adult men like skipping through and then some of them are like kind of spinning around with the camera I'm like, Oh, we're frolicking. I didn't know we were frolicking. We're frolicking. And then one of our yoga sisters sent a video of herself out in the field frolicking. And it's the sweetest, cutest, funniest thing. And I said, okay, we're going to do this. This is going to be our yogi thing. And then I didn't do it, but I still have her video somewhere. And, um, we're going to do it this spring because I feel like, Frolic is one of those things like celebrate is, you know, unless we're told to do it, 
unless society is like, oh, this is an important event you should celebrate, we don't do it just like we don't frolic unless someone tells us we should frolic. So this spring we're going to frolic. I'll remember that. Um, And today I'm just asking you to celebrate what this week has looked like for you. So that's all the why we should do it. Um, Let me give you some examples of what I almost said frolicking. What um, what's worthy of celebration in my life this week? Some weeks have little things to celebrate. Like, oh, I finally got to clean out that, you know, I don't know, closet that it's been bothering me for a while. Um, And some have big things to celebrate. Like, oh, I finally understand whatever. I guess that's not necessarily a big thing. But the medium things, like you get a breakthrough in therapy. Like, oh, I finally understand what my therapist has been talking about. Now I can see it. Now I can like let it process and take action so that my life feels better. And then there's the really big ones like, oh, I got married this week or I had a baby this week or I bought a house this week or I got a promotion this week or I think I met the person I might spend the rest of my life with this week. There are some big things that we celebrate. And sadly, there's so many people out there that don't take those moments, even for the big things to celebrate. I can't tell you how many people I've known who let their weddings be a stress fest And even the morning of, and I do remember this, I got married, I was still in college the night before my wedding. I was down in my, my ex-husband now, his childhood bedroom at his parents' house. All my friends were upstairs celebrating, having a good time. And I was downstairs finishing a final paper to put in FedEx like that day, that night, I guess maybe the next morning. I don't even remember. But so it would get back because that was the days before we could email papers to our teachers or professors. Um, And then I got to a place where I was like, but before I started that paper, actually, I got to a place where I was like, you know what? Everything that's been done is done. Whatever isn't done doesn't matter. I'm just going to finish my paper, enjoy my friends, and then enjoy my wedding. And maybe it would have been healthier or better for me to get my paper done earlier, to say all of those things to myself like a week before. Um, That's with a lot of hindsight. That was 30 some years ago. If I ever did it again, I would like two weeks before the wedding say it's done. Whatever's not done isn't getting done and I'm going to enjoy myself for two weeks and just relax and not feel stressed. But I can't tell you how many people um, I've either heard about or I know that are just stressed until the moment they're walking down the aisle and then they don't get the moment to be present and how many people say your wedding goes by in a blur because they're not really present with what's happening. Um, And it is, it's a lot of overwhelm regardless of how present you are. So yes, parts of your day are going to feel kind of like a blur. But I think many of us take a moment and say, oh, it's my wedding day. I'm going to relax. I'm going to, you know, look at my husband in the eyes and just drink him in. Or I'm going to appreciate this walk down the aisle with whomever I'm walking with. I walked by myself. But um, whoever I'm walking with, I'm going to just really be present with them and have at least a few moments in there to be present. And so many people don't. And it goes by and it's a blur or people who bring home a baby and a baby is a lot of work, but they don't celebrate it. They're not like, oh, my gosh, we got to, you know, have cake and and champagne or whatever. Um, They just kind of jump right into this overwhelm of having this new little person in their lives. And I deeply believe 
you should celebrate. You should celebrate everything big and little. And I said that I was done talking about the whys and I was going to tell you about me and I got sidetracked as I so often do. So that's more of my deep belief in why we should celebrate. I'm going to tell you my week. All right. I'm really going to talk about my week. I just actually recorded like three minutes where I got sidetracked again about something different, but I erased it and I'm staying focused. <laughs> so this, this year I'm focusing on the word ease and I've never had a word that is really like sunk, gone from my brain into my heart, out into my body as quickly as the word ease has. And part of that is a couple of things. Um, I think I didn't really, I think I didn't really focus on what was in my heart in past years. Like last year, my word was learn. That one kind of bit me in the butt. I think I've told you all this. I know I've told my students in class this and my friends. I'm like, you got to be careful what word you choose. Um, because learn, I learned a lot last year, but not in the way that I thought I was going to. Like, I thought maybe I'll go back to school. I thought maybe I'll take retreat. I'll do something that is a learning experience for me, mind, body, spirit. And and it was, um, but it was not the kind of formal learning that I was thinking about. It was a lot of interpersonal disruptions and brouhaha, a lot of stuff that I had to, you know, wade through and dissect. And I know a lot of us had a tough year this last year, didn't we? Like, I don't know. It just, it, it felt like it shouldn't be tough because we were such a better place with the pandemic. Um, and then honestly, I think we just didn't deal with our trauma and we had so much stuff kind of lingering from the pandemic. So learn was kind of a word that bit me in the butt. And then the word year before that, the word was celebrate strangely enough for today's podcast that comes up. And because I, my partner is someone who doesn't necessarily celebrate and I wanted to really bring that into my life. But what I was doing is I wasn't breathing into it on a daily basis. I was thinking, all right, so we're going to celebrate the wins. We're going to celebrate the big things in our lives. And I wasn't looking at all the nuances of celebrate in the way that I'm looking at all the different nuances of ease and how it shows up in my life and how I want it to be in my life and where I can find it and just breathing into it and feeling that word reverberate in who I am, mind, body, spirit. So this week was this really beautiful week. A lot of you know that on the first and third Wednesdays, I'm at Sunrise Project here in Lawrence, Kansas. I'm actually, it's the Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I'm at Sunrise Project, and we create a free community meal. And this week, it was especially gratifying. We made a more simple meal, which is fun. We like to do, we like to mix it up. You know, we like to do some harder meals. We like to do some simple meals. We like to always create lots of nutritious foods. This time of the year feels like maybe it's a time for ease to do some bigger things. So this week was West African peanut stew, which if you've never made it, is just an easy I call it a garbage meal or like clean the fridge meal. I go in the fridge and find the things that maybe are really close to their, their last breath. Not quite ready for the garbage, but they're going to go into this big pot instead of, you know, into the compost pile. Um, and then as long as your base is, you know, consistent. And for me, it's ginger, garlic, onion, 
peanut butter. And I don't think I've ever used a broth with it. Um, and then it's a lot of peppers and then whatever else I have. Sometimes it's spinach. Sometimes it's kale, um, tomatoes. And it depends on whether what I have, whether they're fresh or canned or whatever. Um, so anyway, it's a, it's a meal of ease. And it's one of those meals when you don't know what to make at home, you can make really quickly. I mean, there's a little bit of chopping, can, you know, because you want your ginger finely diced. Although we put it in the Cuisinart this week. I thought, why have I not been doing this with ginger? I always chop ginger. It goes into a food processor very easily. And at sunrise, we almost always put our garlic and pulse it in the, the food processor. So there's a lot of ease in that that I really hadn't anticipated. Um, and that's how I'm going to do it from now on. So it was this meal that had lots of ease in it. And like I said, it, it can be um, a little bit of labor, but in terms of like, the process, it's very simple. It's just chop a whole bunch of stuff, saute it, peanut butter, and whatever liquid you want to use. It could be chicken broth. It could be vegetable broth. It could just be some water. It could be coconut milk. Um, I don't use coconut milk very often, some, uh, for this meal. And I have done it in the past and it's really delicious. So anyway, easy meal. But there was just an ease to the day in general because we chose a simple recipe and also we had these lovely things happen. One is we had a um, volunteer group from Rain Tree Montessori School. They come and they cook with us one meal a month. And in all honesty, this meal, they didn't contribute to the meal. They put together meal kits. So Sunrise Project, we have a grant that helps us pay for ingredients to put together meal kits. And so we put them out in the front porch, porch pantry and it's first come first serve. And this time it was lo mein. And so it had fresh carrots and peppers in there. And what else was there? Were there sugar peas or snow peas and um, mushrooms? And they know there was some sriracha I saw. I actually didn't participate in this one. Um, the kids did it pretty much all with the director, Melissa. And, but the energy that was in our space while we were all finishing up the meal, or not finishing up the meal, but working on the meal for that night, the energy felt just so good and fun and light and with ease. The kids were working and chatting and laughing, and we were, we were right there with them, but they were talking amongst themselves, and we were talking and laughing and having a good time. And it just was such a beautiful day. And at the end of it, we served a really yummy meal and the dining room filled up. It's our cafe is really what it is, is we eat right now in the cafe. And at some point when it grows, we will eat also in the kitchen. But a lot of people joined us for in-person meals and they anticipated it. A couple weeks ago when we started doing this, we'd be like, oh, do you want to dine in or do you want to take it to go? And they're like, oh, we can dine in maybe next time. And this time people walked up and said, I'd like two bowls of stew for here, please. And they knew they could stay. And it just was, the energy feels so good. And it was really lovely. So it was a beautiful day of ease. And normally after that happening, I'm exhausted. My body is so tired. I go home and I just kind of crash. Once in a while, I'm good enough to go take a bath and just really let my body heal from the long day. Um, most days I just crawl in bed. This time, Stephen and I came home. We crawled in bed. We ate our stew. We watched some television, and then the next morning we got up and we went over to ECM, which is um, Ecumenical Campus Ministries on campus, which is 
where I'm about to start teaching a new yoga class. Monday's at 4 p.m. It's a donation class at ECM if you're in the Lawrence community. It is open to all community members. You do not have to be part of KU. You can, you know, live on the edge of town and come in and join us, and you're welcome, and the space is for you, and it's a beautiful space. The energy there is so good, and they do a free veggie lunch on Thursdays. So I'm going to start contributing to that meal. We showed up just a little bit before service and said, hey, we didn't want to sign up because we weren't sure how we're going to feel this morning. So we chose some ease there instead of making this big commitment that we felt stressed about. I just said, you know what? We're going to show up. And if they need us, great. And if they don't, that's cool. So we just showed up. I explained, you know, we were at Sunrise all day yesterday. I didn't want to commit to signing up, but we are here if you need it. And they didn't. So we got to sit on the couch in the library and just be in the gorgeous space and talk with the director there about the meal and about how we can be helpful and about my upcoming yoga class there. And it was just a lovely, relaxed conversation because their meal felt like relaxed. They didn't feel like they were, you know, in the throes of, of a million things at once. Um, and we ate some food there and it was gorgeous it was yummy. It was chana masala with these really yummy beans and homemade chutney. It was such a good meal. It's always vegan. It's called Veggie Lunch, but, but it's always vegan. And um, it's a donation-based meal. If you're in the Lawrence, Kansas area, it's good. It's good food. Um, so it's a great option for Thursday lunches. And I think they're pretty open like we are at Sunrise. Um, we want you to take as much as you need. So we almost always take a meal for that night and then another for leftovers later in the week. So you're always welcome to take whatever when people come in and, and eat either at ECM or at sunrise. Welcome to have seconds, thirds, whatever you need. Um, and when we were leaving, we were offered a box to go and we chose not to because we were on our way to Kansas City. But um, it's just, it made my heart so happy. So if you haven't heard this yet, Wednesdays at a Yogi Kitchen and Pantry is our day of Seva. It is the day that we practice really consciously. And I think I said seva and it's actually seva is the pronunciation of that word. Um, it is, uh, it's the day that we really consciously make a choice to practice seva. So if you're in the Lawrence, Kansas area, you can join us at sunrise on the first and third Wednesdays. And we start at 10 a.m. If you can't do Wednesdays, there's Tuesday at 11 to one. And there's also Tuesday, 530 to 7:30. You go to the website, uh, sunriseprojectks.org and you can sign up to volunteer it's also if you can't contribute in that way at all it is also the place where you can find the ingredients that we need for the next meal so for the next meal which is february 1st i don't think melissa has them up yet but they'll be up soon i will be posting all over facebook instagram twitter as i do um and then at ecm they're there wednesdays at four and then i think i don't know how many hours they're there but you can go exactly the same thing ECM, KU, I'm going to guess it's .org, but I'm not completely sure. Um, but if you Google ECM, KU, it'll pop up and you can sign up to volunteer Wednesday evenings or Saturdays. They, I'm sorry, Saturdays. Thursday before service, they start at 9.30, I believe. Service is at 11.30 to 1. And then at 1, they start cleanup. So they always need people to clean up, as does Sunrise. Um so these are service opportunities as we're practicing on Seva. And I have to say, Seva makes my life full and good. And it brings this level of ease into my life that I hadn't expected. 
Um, I just, I absolutely adore all the, the practice of seva, which is selfless service. If you haven't heard this word before, it's a Sanskrit word that means selfless service. My, my most recent new definition of this word that I've fallen in love with, I saw on someone's website is serving from the heart. And that's what I feel like I do. So Wednesdays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, depending on the week of the month is a time where my heart just opens and it feels light and it feels good. And almost every meal where I'm at sunrise, I say, you know what? Today we get to feed people. And I almost feel like, I don't know if you'll get this reference, but when Derek Shepard starts his surgery in Grey's Anatomy, he says something like, it's a great day to save lives. And that's what I feel like I'm doing when I'm at sunrise and I go, today we get to feed people. Because it's a privilege. It's an honor. It's service from the heart. It does me as much good as anyone else. So I, you thought I was going to talk about ease, and I am, but I'm not saying the word ease so much. It just, it really does bring a lot of ease and a lot of love into my heart. And I think what it does for me is it helps really put things in perspective. And I, I love being able to serve in such a basic fashion. Feeding people is so important and we overlook how important it is. And I don't want to just, um, you know, throw any kind of food at anyone. And the reason I've chosen Sunrise and ECM to do this work is because we really pride ourselves on creating delicious meals that we would all want to eat that may be a little different, that may help people understand different cuisines or different ingredients or how flavors go together in a different way. So it's a little bit of an educational thing. And it's always like next time is veggie chili. So it's always sometimes things that most people have an experience with that that is often something we serve, um, but maybe in a different way. Maybe you're used to having like the Texas chili con carne, which is, you know, it's just beans and, and meat and there's no veggies in it. And so this is an educational thing. You've had chili a million times before, but you haven't had it this way. Or maybe you're someone who's never had chili before. This will be an experience. So we like doing that, but we also like sushi bowls. We do vegetarian sushi bowls. I think they're vegan sushi bowls, which not everyone has had sushi. And most people think, ew, it's raw fish. I'm not eating that. And this is a different way of experiencing it. Um, after veggie chili, we're doing minestrone, which is one of my least favorite soups. I love soup. I can eat soup every day of the year. Um, one of my least favorite soups. And so I'm really trying to keep an open mind and say, all right, I'm going to experience something new. I'm going to see how our minestrone tastes. Um, and I think it just goes back to the years when I worked in restaurants and minestrone was a real staple. Um, there was like minestrone. I can't even remember always minestrone, always something. And then often a soup of the day was what would happen. And when I had a restaurant, I had that too. I had two regular soups and then there was always like a soup of the day and minestrone was not one of my regulars. All right. I'm sort of babbling. Um, but so this week has just felt really beautiful and full of ease, mostly to due to my seva work. Um, it also was our anniversary. My partner, Steve and I had our five year anniversary this year or this week. And it felt a little bit like a miracle. We've gone through a couple of really tough years, a couple of really ugly, not graceful, um, not my best self kind of years. I mean, 
of course, throughout the year, there were times where I felt graceful and my best self. But overall, um, it's a little bit of a miracle that we made five years. So we're really breathing into ease. And I am finding how many things I can sort of gather around me that have to do with ease in this relationship. Um, And it's what really drew me to the relationship because there was a lot of ease in it. And then I got into my head. He got into his head. We had a lot of mental drama going on. And really, even in the hardest times when we looked around and said, you know, this is a good life. It's a very simple, very easy life. And why are we making it hard? Um, so we're both trying to embrace the the parts of us that really love ease and that connect over ease. And we had that day this week, or those, we had that intention, that um, energy through a couple of days this week. So our actual anniversary was on Wednesday, when was, which we chose to be of service. And that felt really good. I'm like, oh, we should choose to be of service every year on the 18th. And, um, oh, now I'm confused. Maybe today's January 20th. I think I said it was 19th earlier, but I know for sure that Wednesday was the 18th. So, and then yesterday we went and, um, we went and, uh, just spent the day in Kansas city. I've really been missing urban energy and we went and I don't go to Kansas city very often for living half an hour away. Um, and I, you know, I'm from a big city, I'm from Chicago. And when you drive half an hour outside of Chicago, you're still in the Chicago suburbs. And so that all feels like for some people, it feels like a real extension of the city. For me, I'm a city seat girl. I grew up in city center. So, and I've lived in city center for everywhere I've lived. Um, so to live in a town that's half an hour away feels like a different world to me. Um, and there's no sprawl here in Lawrence, Kansas. We have to drive through farm fields to get to Kansas city. I mean, there's a highway, there's highway 70 takes us right there. But when we're driving, there's fields and there's, you know, nature on either side, it's not sprawl. Um, so it feels very separate to me. It doesn't feel like, like in Chicago, half an hour outside of the city, you're still basically in a, in a Metro area. You're not in the Metro, but you're in the area. Um, here it's from going from one metro area to another albeit one much smaller metro area to another um but we went to kansas city and just had a really nice easy day we just we went to a coffee shop i've been wanting to try for a long time i picked up a pair of jeans we drove around and just enjoyed the city we had a really delicious meal last night if you've never been to i think it's pronounced ruchi r-u-c-h-i Indian cuisine in Overland Park, possibly the best Indian I've had. I don't know what to tell you. I used to live in Queens in an Indian neighborhood and the Indian was phenomenal. In all honesty, I think this might've been better. I can't tell. And maybe it's because I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's not quite as authentic as what I had in Queens. Um, maybe a little more cream for the, the Midwestern American palate. Um, I'm not sure, but it was so delicious regardless. Um, they have a buffet at lunchtime, which we missed. We went there for dinner and ordered off the menu. And that's another thing I wonder is a lot of my Indian dining experience has been buffets. And I'm like, well, if I had the same food on the buffet, would I have liked it as much? 
And so I'm really curious to go back and um, have the lunch buffet. But shout out to Kitcha, one of our volunteers at Sunrise and a friend who um, I texted out of the blue. And I said, hey, we want Indian food tonight. Do you have a place you like? And he told us about this place. I was going to go to somewhere that I like a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, but somewhere I knew and I thought, well, let's try something different. So the other place, just in case you're wondering, is down at 39th Street near KU Med and it's Taj Palace. And I like that place a lot. I've only had the buffet there at lunchtime um, and they were closed for a big chunk of the pandemic, I think. At least it looked like it to me. Um, so I haven't eaten there in a while, but I used to really like it a lot. All right. So we're <laughs> we're well past celebrating ease. My dear, I really hope that you take time to just relax into the ease, relax into celebrating this day. I'm not celebrating this day, but taking time today to celebrate this week. It's so important for you and you deserve it so much. I know how hard you work. I know that whether it's day-to-day, nine-to-five work, working with your kids, um, doing that extra step at work, working with your partner, working with your therapist, working at your, um, uh, your service location, however you're working in service. I know, I see you. I know how hard you work. And I just really want to encourage you to pat yourself on the back, to celebrate it, and also to breathe into what the word celebrate really means to you. Um, you know, a lot of times we think, oh, I'm going to celebrate with a bottle of wine. I, we probably don't think a bottle of wine, but that's what ends up happening. Um, for some of us, not everyone, of course. But really breathe into celebrate and how are the different ways that you can celebrate? Is it always going out for drinks with your friend? Is it always like a pint of ice cream in front of Netflix on the couch? Like, where are the really beautiful ways that you can celebrate yourself and honor yourself for everything that you do, for every thing that you are to all the different people in your life? Because you're so important. And I hope that you know that. All right. I am going to finish up with what's coming up. And um, yeah, let's talk about what's coming up. So it is end of January already. That's kind of crazy. We're in the third week. We're starting the third week of January. Um, We are going to be doing pizza, the pizza party that I talked about. It's a I want to call it virtual pizza party, but it's not. It's like takeout pizza party. It's a fundraiser for a yogi kitchen. We're saving up for a few things. And we just also want to be able to feed more people. Um, Oh, and in terms of celebrating, I want to thank you all. The donations that come in for yoga classes have been very generous. And we've been able to really put some food in people's pantries. Um, And my hope is... The people that we feed, there's two families that we help out, a yogi kitchen does, that we help out separate from our Sunrise Project work, um, that um, we're not just giving them like sandwiches for today. What my goal has been is to help them build up their pantry a little bit. So I'm not really sure if that's working. I don't always get that feedback from people, and that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But my hope is it's it's I'm giving them enough ready-to-go foods, which is often salads. This week there were some veggie trays that I picked up, really good price at Checkers. Um, there were some other things like that that I picked up at Checkers, bag salads. So I'm doing enough of that to get them through the week, and then also throwing in like some rice and a couple cans of beans. And this week I know tuna and canned chicken went in and so that they have options um 
and they're building up their pantry. And I know when I was younger, um, sometimes it was, I would build up the pantry by picking up like a can of tuna every time I went to the grocery store. So then when I got like to three to four cans, then I'd make a big batch of tuna salad to eat throughout the week and to share. Um, and so I'm doing some of that with them where I'm throwing, you know, a can of this in once in a while, a can of that in once in a while. And I'm really happy about that. And that's due to you guys before the donations. And some of them are donations for yoga class. And sometimes I'm just getting straight donations from you guys, which a hundred percent of that goes to help our community. Um, before I was mostly giving them canned foods and processed foods. And now I'm able to put some of that money towards, um, fresh foods. Plus I'm also able to hit a donation time where I'm getting fresh foods for them more often. So that feels really, really good. And I just want to thank you. Okay. So we're still saving up from some stuff and this fundraiser is going to also put more food on people's plates and more like I keep things in my car. I keep, what do I keep in my car? Um, socks. I keep condiments and forks and knives and things, plastic forks and knives and things. Uh, I usually keep some kind of snack pack. So when I am driving down Mass Street, I see the people, a lot of people that I know, um, and I'll roll down my window and I'll be like, hey, Joe, how are you doing today? What do you need? What's going on? And sometimes they're like, oh, I'm good. And I'll, sometimes they ask specifically for something. Regardless, usually I find the nearest parking space and I run over and drop off a snack, um, make sure they have, you know, gloves, hats, socks. And, um, I just feels really good to do it that way. I, I love doing it that way. I love the human connection. I think it's important to hand something to someone and look them in the eyes and say, here, I have this for you. And sometimes, especially with the youngest person that I know on mass street, um, we are, we've been buying him things. And so I say, this is brand new. This is not a hand-me-down. This is not a donation. This is someone bought this for you. And I just, I love that human connection. I think it's so important. Um, of course, it's important to take care of people's basic needs, but it's important to recognize that a basic need is kindness, is to look at them in the eyes, shake hands, hug people, whatever it is you feel comfortable doing, and share so we do a lot of that, and that's what this um, this pizza party is for. It is not up online yet. I told you it would be, and it's not there. And I think we're just going to go old school with it, where you can go online, you can see what's available, and then you can email me and make an order. And I think that instead of having you fill out a form, or I'm going to look into it today, but that's how it's going to be. And it's going to run from, I think we're going to do February 10th to 17th. Um, I had changed the dates a little bit. I think that's how we're going to do it. And it's going to run over uh, Valentine's Day. So it's a great Valentine's Day gift. It's a great family celebration for Valentine's Day. And that's kind of what I have. Our next meal at sunrise is February 1st. Um, we are doing, oh, this Monday is our first class at ECM. Four o'clock on the second floor, which if you've never been upstairs in that space, it's amazing. It's got huge, tall windows, beautiful light. It's a pretty view of Lawrence. It's, um, it's just great. I, I'm so, so happy. And if you've never been to ECM, it's a beautiful space to just sit, do some work, read. They have a library, play games, do whatever. Everything is free. There's coffee there. There's a donation box if you want to share for coffee. But it's just there's coffee, there's water. 
Um, the meal is Thursdays, 1130 to one. But around that, you can just go in anytime and use the space. It's so wonderful. If you need a warm space to be, it's a great warm space. I am going to be there on Monday, probably around two o'clock. And then we'll do yoga at four. So if you want to come out and do some work with me or just sit and have a cup of coffee with me, feel free to drop by. It's 1204 Oread and it's right across from, it's like kitty corner basically from the Oread Hotel um, right on campus. And there's parking in the back uh, and there's parking on the side streets and there is a lot across the street, but you do pay for the lot across the street. But if the lot behind the building is full, you can always park across the street and it's not very expensive, I, I don't think. Okay. So that's what I have. Um, I, I love being here with you guys and I I get a little babbly, but I love it because it feels to me like I'm just talking with my friends. Um, all right. So coming up, if you are interested in sitting down and talking with me about um, your mental health and how you manage it through mindfulness, I would love to talk with you. If you want to talk about the word of the session um, or your word of the year, love to have a little chat with you. And the really fun thing about the platform that I use, which is Anchor FM for the website or for the website for the podcast is um, you can be on your phone at home and I can be on my phone here and we can have a conversation and then I can put it in the podcast. So let's do that. Let's chat. I would love to hear from you. Um, text me 785-760-5412 if you'd like to request a pop-up class. We are popping up. I forgot this. We're popping up today, 2.30 Central Time. Um, text me if uh, you'd like a pop-up anytime soon. Today is uh, a yoga class for lung health. We're doing uh, chest openers and breath work for lung health. And you can go to the website, ayogikitchen.com, to see our classes, to see our pop-ups. I think that one's not on there because it's new. It just got requested. And then um, email me, mel at ayogikitchen.com. If you want to order pizzas, if you want to just share your thoughts with me, if you want to request a pop-up class, if you want to come be of service at a yogi kitchen and pantry, we could use people who like to sort things. We have huge piles of donated clothes and kitchen items and pantry items that need to be sorted. And if you like to do that kind of stuff, we could use your help. And I think that's all. I hope you have a beautiful Friday. I hope to see you in class either on Zoom um, today at 2.30, tomorrow morning at 8.30 for lay down and roll around yoga, Sunday morning at 10 a.m. for slow flow, and then Sunday evening is free community yoga at Sunrise Project, 1501 Larnard. Monday is community yoga by donation at ECM at 4 p.m. and restorative yoga at 8.30 on Zoom. So that's our core classes right there. We do pop-ups, but that's the schedule that I think is going to stay for quite a while. I really am loving the schedule. It has a lot of ease in it for me, um, and I love doing pop-ups. So it encourages you guys to ask for pop-ups. Have a lovely Friday. Please like the podcast. Please share it with your friends and family. Namaste. Mm-hmm.